This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, and joining me today is Senior Associate AD for Development at Ole Miss, Denson Hollis, Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Hey, buddy. How's it going, Ben? Thanks for having me up. How are y'all prepared for the Grove Bowl, man? This has got to be like Super Bowl week for the spring in Ole Miss football. We are. We're ready. We we have a pretty big part in it. We have a lot of donors that come in town and go to the game, so we'll have uh, people in Keith Suite during the game and our field suite in the corner, and we'll also have our Vault Society members on the sideline pregame. So it's a good chance in the spring to get donors on field and around the football program, and uh, everybody's excited about it. Well, it just seems like in general right now around Ole Miss sports, I mean, baseball's struggling, obviously, but winning a national championship, Lane's obviously taking Ole Miss to the postseason three straight years, and then Chris Beard is hired to be basketball coach. So from an Ole Miss Athletics Foundation standpoint and approaching donors and trying to raise money and keep this thing humming along here, have you seen a, a nice response? What's it been like out there as you're trying to raise money? Yeah, it's incredibly positive. Everybody is really excited about all of our coaches and all of our sports teams. Um, you know, fundraising-wise, we're we're raising a lot of money still. We had a record year last year, and we're having a really good year this year. Um, NIL is a, a factor that, that plays into fundraising now. Um, there's, there's other areas of interest to give, but our donors have stepped up and uh, support both causes, and uh, we're doing well in a lot of areas. You know, we've raised about $56 million now towards our $175 million campaign of Champions Now. And uh, our first project will be done in July, the Manning Center, and it's going to be out of this world. It's so awesome. Uh, ICM has done a great job with that building, and it's going to be a real difference maker for the football program. And then when softball concludes, we'll start on our new softball stadium, which will be in the same footprint of the current stadium, but it's going to be a different vantage point. Home plate will move kind of toward, uh, let's see, right field is now, um, and it'll line the street. And then uh, baseball phase one will start this summer too, which we're going to start with the terraces in the outfield, and it's going to be going to be awesome. So everybody's really excited about all of our coaches and all our teams, and the donors are stepping up, as they always do, to support our program. To be at $56 million with champions now, and knowing that the final number is 175 I think is what you said, are y'all where you want to be? Yeah, we're about 30% to our 
financial goal, and we're about 24% into the time frame. So we're tracking ahead of uh, the timeline of the campaign, which will end at the end of FY27. Um, but no, we're we're doing great. We've still got a lot of our, you know, lead slash transformational gift conversations out there. Those are our our big eight figure gifts. So we're we're having a lot of those conversations. But yeah, this fiscal year we're trending towards 17 million, and um, yeah, we're 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 a little bit ahead of pace. When the Manny Center opens, do you make a vow right now, a public vow to your friend Ben, that you will take me on a tour? I just want to see it. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, we'll take you through there. We're um, it should be. I think it's slated to be done July fifteenth. We did a walk through, probably a month ago, and they were already sheetrocking and painting. So by now, there's no telling what they have finished. It's it's going to be unbelievable. Our fans are going to love it. Our student athletes are going to like it, and our football program is anxious to get back in there. Uh, that's where all their offices will be, and uh, it's going to be awesome. What's going to be the most famous area of the Manning Center? The part that you know, Ole Miss Productions clips out and puts on Twitter and Instagram to show, oh, holy crap, Ole Miss has got a crazy indoor now. Well, the new weight room is probably the biggest item in the Manning Center. It's just a massive, massive space that will be, you know, much bigger than the current space. So it's kind of the the big shining star. But I think one of the coolest areas in the Manning Center is the recruiting theater, which is where they'll hold recruits before their campus visits start. And it's got kind of movie level, movie theater level seating with a whole wall of screens in front of it. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I think you'll see it a lot on social media. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty awesome. How has your job changed in that way? You know, considering all these new things that you have to consider, NIL and how it plays into your conversations with big money donors. And then, you know, even new construction projects, the recruiting angle, it was always important. It's the lifeblood of college athletics, but now it's taken on an even bigger role. I mean, our donors are well-educated on how it all works, so they know that there's other areas to support now. And they're, like I said, they're doing that. They're they're still supporting us on the capital side. Um, they're supporting the Grove Collective and the efforts they have to help our student-athletes and programs. You know, now that it's been around a little bit, people are used to it, and they know that there's other areas to support. So definitely comes up in conversations, but I think we're our donors are used to it now, and they're supporting both. So it's not really new anymore it's been here yeah. for a while well that makes a lot of sense because that was going to be my next question you know when it first came out everyone was trying to figure it out in real time including y'all not just like media folks and coaches and players do y'all feel now that y'all have got y'all's feet underneath y'all in terms of nil yeah i think you get used to it but i mean it changes every day so you you don't ever really get fully settled because you you plan for one thing and then the next day it changes and it's completely different you know, the OMAF hosted the SEC development meetings in Nashville uh, during the SEC tournament, and that's where all the fundraising operations in the conference come together and talk about current events and what's going on and what's working. And, of course, NIL dominated the conversation. And the main takeaway was everybody is dealing with the same thing and trying to figure out how to best navigate it and how to help your fundraising operations deal with the the new pole that's fishing in the barrel. It's good. I mean, you all, you feel like you're all in the same boat with everybody. So there's not, nobody has a clear answer and everybody's still figuring it out. So you're kind of all in it together, but yeah, I think people are used to it. Fundraisers are used to it. The donors are used to it. What's been the biggest challenge 
with NIL for the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation? I mean, I guess just the the constant changing of it. I mean, it's just hard to plan for something and then execute a plan. By the time you, you go to execute it, it's changed. I mean, the biggest challenge is just how fluid it is. And um, I think it's just going to be like that for a while until it's finally officially figured out. Until then, the biggest challenge will always just be how much it changes and how often it changes. The foundation has a couple of advantages in the compared to the NIL space with tax deductibility and priority points. So there's still, there's always going to be a need for both. Um, one won't ever replace the other. Just got to figure out how to best coexist. Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Greg Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Ole Miss fans, the 2023 Ole Miss football season will be here before you know it. And season ticket renewals, it's time. They're due March 31st. Renew now by logging on to your account at OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. Or by calling the Ole Miss ticket office at 662-915-7159. And excitement is building around Ole Miss basketball. And the Ole Miss ticket office is currently accepting new season ticket orders for men's and women's basketball. Current season ticket holders can renew starting July 1st. So go to OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. Or call 662-915-7159. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone, from pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Grobo's coming up this weekend. Morgan Wallen's coming into town. Uh, what can Ole Miss fans expect with this concert and all the events around the Grove Bowl and everything this weekend? Yeah, April is is going to be big. You've got the Grove Bowl, and you got Morgan Wallen, and you got Double Decker. You got big baseball series. Um, yeah, I think it just shows how big time Ole Miss and Ole Miss athletics and Oxford are becoming. I mean, Morgan Wallen is arguably the biggest 
country artists in the world and he's going to not come here for one night he's coming here for two so that's going to bring a lot of new people to our campus that will you know maybe come to school here one day or become almost fans and support our team so uh, it's exciting to get a whole new group of visitors in the town but i mean oxford and Ole Miss don't ever sleep there's always something going on so i think our fans can expect more of that in the future how can we you know, generate new revenue with new ideas and how can we get people to our campus more? And, you know, April is a perfect example of it. And it's a good example of how the campus and the city are working together to spread these weekends out and not have these big events on the same day. Uh, I think it's good for our partnerships in the community to to make sure we maximize all the weekends we have. And, and if you think about hotels and restaurants and stuff, they're about to get the Grow Bowl, Morgan Wallen for two nights, then Double Decker. I mean, that's three huge weekends. Yeah, that, that's pretty big. When I was in college, that didn't exist. No! We had to go to like a house <laughs> show at like the frat show to see Afro Man or something. Come on! This is Morgan Wallen coming in for two days. How do you get tickets? Tickets are on sale at morganwallen.com. Well there's, there's definitely tickets available, and parking is still available, too. I would encourage people that aren't familiar with our campus, or maybe they don't come to our games as much, that a parking pass would definitely be beneficial for uh, getting on campus and having a place to park. You know, we do have the baseball game going on on Saturday and Sunday as well, which will mean a lot of people will be on our campus, but uh, Neil Mead and his team do an awesome job with that. and They have a great plan, but um, you know, I think Friday, the Saturday night show is getting close to 42,000 and the Sunday show is getting close to 40. So uh, I'm not sure they're going to completely sell out, but they're going to be way up there and, you know, it's 85,000 people coming to Oxford and a large percentage of those don't come here often. So that's new people on our campus and what we do and uh, really helping the Ole Miss athletics and Ole Miss brand. The one Ole Miss question I always get is, hey, Ben, who's going to be the starting quarterback? I would assume for the last, oh, I don't know, two months, the number one question from your friends has been, hey, Denson, can you get me Morgan Wallen tickets? <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's, the the narrative out there originally was that it was just completely sold out from the get go, and that wasn't the case. So um, we ha- we do have people asking us about tickets, but it's pretty easy. It's MorganWallen.com, and that's where all the tickets are, and there's there's still plenty available. But a lot of the texts have just been, "Gosh, thank y'all for for doing this. This is so big for that's our huge. community." And I mean, it's amazing. You look at his tour stops and his big cities around the world. And you look at it, and then there's Oxford, and not just once, but twice. I think we're one of maybe three or four locations that got two two nights. And his manager is an Ole Miss alum, so that helped. But, you know, once you do one like this, and they see it run well, and um, other artists notice that, and I think you'll see stadium shows every once in a while, maybe some more concerts on an annual basis in the pavilion. But it's just huge for the impact it's going to have on the campus and the community. Well, it just makes too much sense, and it's something I feel like for the longest time at Ole Miss was an untapped revenue stream, not just with Vault Hemingway Stadium and hosting potential outdoor concerts, but the pavilion, certainly. I mean, Tad Smith is what it is. It's a spaceship. But the other two venues can hold these kind of things. Is that now a new point of emphasis you are now focusing on or trying to bring more of? Yeah, I think every school is. I mean, in athletic departments, there's a certain amount of revenue you can generate and eventually you get to kind of the ceiling of that. So you, everybody's looking for, for different ways that you can use your venues to bring more revenue into the department and to the campus. You know, that came up at the SEC meetings. Everybody's looking for 
things like this. I mean, LSU's had Garth Brooks. Uh, I think Tennessee had someone as well. I think maybe Morgan Wallen. But it's funny you mentioned the tab. The tab pad used to get great concerts. I know. You know There's been a lot of big artists. I saw widespread panic and Tad Smith. I think it was in 1994. I was in the. I was 14 years old. I didn't have my driver's license. Hold yet. on. Wait a second. They, you saw so widespread brother, at the friggin' Tad Pad at 14. Yeah, it was eye opening. My middle brother Van was. He was in college, and I think I was up here visiting him and stopped by there with some friends. That is insane. Different world back then. I saw Coolio at the ATO house once. That's about all I had. Widespread panic at the tap pad. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, why has this not been a thing? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot of pieces to putting something that like that on. I think Morgan Wallen has 18 semi-trucks. So, I mean, there's just tons of logistics and all these other pieces. So it's not super easy, but it's something that we're definitely up for because of the value it brings us. What most excites you or has you most optimistic about y'all's efforts at the OMAF for 2023 in particular? You know, I think the thing that's most, and there's so many things. I mean, we have, we don't have the biggest donor base, but I would argue that we have the most passionate donor base of any school. And I've had people at other schools tell me that. So I don't think that's just my almost bias. I think right now the resiliency of the donors is, is very impressive because like I said, there's, there's, there's more areas to give to now. That doesn't even include the academic side. I mean, but and you, you hear Keith say all the time, the almost donors and the almost fan base always step up. I mean, they, we do a whole lot with a little, um, when you compare like our donor base to like Texas A&M, which is four times as big, you know, you look at the results on the field and we beat them and we do stuff just as good as them. But um, our donors are adapting to this new world and they're excited about what we're doing. They're really excited about Keith and all of our coaches. And it's been admirable. I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years and you can see the, the different things that are being presented to them now. And they're still stepping up just like they always have. People want to come here. People want to come to Oxford. They want to come to Almost Athletics. They want to see what we're doing. And then we always, you know, exceed their expectations when they get here. So that makes people come back. Well, if you're taking requests, my daughters would like to see Megan Trainer, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, she might be the one that's bigger than him. I don't yes. know anything about – I've just heard people talking about getting her tickets or uh, my Wait friend Chuck Sherman took his daughters to Scottsdale and he, sent, he showed me some pictures and – that place was absolutely slammed. Oh, it's a zoo. You it's really like, don't know any Taylor Swift songs? I mean, of course I hear them, but my 10-year-old, Eloise, likes Morgan Wallen. I think that's only because he's coming here, but uh, okay. we're not quite out of now like, I see. Uh, Mickey Mouse music. Yeah. No, well, that, that's fine. We're not either, but I now see why Morgan Wallen's coming to Oxford because you just had to give the baby the, the best present ever. We were at Disney World a couple weeks ago, and we rode by Universal, and I could see the Harry Potter... Yes. Castle, wherever the distance, and I thought, man, that band would love that. Yes. I got a great story for that, by the way. You need to ask me about it off air one time because I finally realized my dream and went there and then puked all over myself after a ride. So um, that is a perfect. At Harry Potter or no? Yes. Ride? No, Harry Potter World. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I finally go to this place. I finally see it. Yeah. I get there, me and the wife, anniversary trip. She's like, Ben, I want to give this to you. Let's go to Harry Potter World. God bless her. Ride the Hagrid ride. I already feel sick. I've always had a weak stomach. It's gotten weaker because I'm old. And we walked over to the uh, Hogwarts ride. And buddy, we didn't even make it to the Whomping Willow. 
and I was shooting for distance. It was tough. Oh my goodness. Yeah, didn't even get to enjoy a butterbeer. You're going to edit that part out, aren't you? Absolutely not. I love doing the clown. <laughs> Who cares? He's Denson Hollis, Senior Associate AD for Development at OMAF, the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. You're the best, man. I appreciate you. Let's do it again. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me on, Ben. Have a good one. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.